Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. 105 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. The Oilers hurting right now. They've dropped six consecutive games. Banged up on defense, made a couple trades. Not everybody liked the trades. They get the Arizona Coyotes tonight. Second hour of Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call. One simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. Here's how you can get hold of us. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. In fact, why not? I will open up the phone lines today at about 112-113-780-496-0063. And you can text us on our 630-CHED, 630-630. That's the text number. Our Heartland Ford text line with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest Ford dealers in the province of Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. Or on Twitter, at Oilers Now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. And guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and Sherwood Park. It's the Oilers in Arizona tonight. Quickly looking at what Edmonton's expected to roll with. Connor McDavid, 10 points, 11 career games against Arizona with Leon Dreisaitl, 14 points, 19 career games against the Coyotes, plus five, and Zach Cassian on the right wing. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, eight goals, 14 points, and 29 career games against the Coyotes with Milan Lucic and Yessa Pugliarvi. Jujar Kera with Tobias Reeder and Ryan Spooner. Spooner in 18 games with Edmonton, two goals, three points, playing 955. Joseph Gambardell expected to play his second NHL game. Played 557 against the Jets the other night. He'll be with Brodziak and Ty Ratty. On defense, Caleb Jones with Adam Larson. And I know that Ken Hitchcock was effusive in his prey. The Oilers think they've got something in Caleb Jones. Darnell Nurse with Alexander Petrovich. Brandon Manning with Matthew Benning. Miko Koskinen starts in goal. Of course, Edmonton continues. Uh, they'll be playing without Kleppbaum for a while. And Sekra on defense. And again, I'm not sure Sekra's going to be able to be impactful when he returns. Kleppbaum, that's a huge loss at this time. Chris Russell is close, but not uh, will not play tonight. A uh, chance he plays against L.A., as does potentially Alex Chason, who uh, will be theoretically uh, capable of being activated off IR at that time. Off the top of my head, the five forwards that have, I mean, McDavid, Newton, Hopkins, Drysaddle, Chason, and Jujar Kaver, those are five forwards that have performed to the level or exceeded the expectations that I think people had for them. Defensively, I think you could argue that Kleffbaum and Russell had performed uh, at the level of, uh, I think, in terms of Nurse, uh, once he's had to play too many minutes, that's that's what's hurt him. And same with Larson. 
and they've seen their plus minus shrink as a result. Kyle Yamamoto was on the trip. He could potentially play Saturday as well. Kevin Nervelli, extra defenseman. Quick update from the farm for you. Uh, Evan Bouchard, by the way, Canada and the World Juniors. 18 points, 13 games, plus 20 with London. And a big game today for Canada after they lost to Russia. Obviously, it's quarterfinal night tonight. They take on Finland. I think that game, what time is that game at Edmonton Times? At 5 o'clock? Uh, well, let's do this. Let's go to NHL Today. It's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. And here is Brendan F. Scott. Thanks, Bob. Uh, five other games in the NHL tonight, including an all-Canadian matchup in Ottawa as the Canucks visit the Senators. And weirdly enough, those two teams did make a trade today as well. The Canucks sending goaltender Anders Nielsen and Darren Archibald to the Sens for Mike McKenna, Tom Pyatt and a six-round pick. Calgary visits Detroit as well and the Flames have recalled goaltender John Gillies to replace the injured David Riddick. He has a lower body injury, no timetable there yet. Uh, despite being named captain of the Metropolitan Division All-Star team, Caps forward Alex Ovechkin says he will not participate in All-Star weekend, and that decision means he will have to sit out a regular season game as punishment. Uh, if you missed the announcement yesterday, the 2019 Winter Classic will take place at Mosaic Stadium in Regina between the Winnipeg Jets and Calgary Flames on October 26th. Quarterfinal action, as you mentioned, Bob, that's Team Canada at the World Juniors tonight. They finish second in Group A after that loss to Russia, and they're taking on Finland to advance to a semifinal game. That is a 4.30 puck drop Edmonton time. The Bakersfield Condors beat the Ontario Reign 3-1 on New Year's Eve and now play host to the San Diego Gulls again tonight. They have lost back-to-back games to the Gulls. Edmonton Oil Kings now winners of five of their last six after knocking off the Vancouver Giants 3-1 at Rogers Place in a matinee yesterday. Trey Fix-Wolanski had a goal and an assist. Dylan Miskew in goal. He was named the first star, making 34 saves. They're in the middle of a four-game homestand right now, Bob. They welcome the Victoria Royals in on Friday night and the U of A Golden Bears gearing up for the second half of the Canada West season. They play the Manitoba Bisons at home on Friday and Saturday. Both 7 p.m. starts at the Claire Drake. All right, and again, we'll open up the phone line, 780-496-0063, our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. We'll take some calls and I'll squeeze in some texts on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Edmonton's opponent tonight is the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they will not have Nick Schmaltz. He is out with a lower body uh, injury. He will be replaced. Uh, Schmaltz coming over in a deal that sent Dylan Strom and Brendan Perlini to Chicago. Now, Schmaltz had five goals and 14 points in 17 games with Arizona, so he's been a good second-line offensive producer for them. Strom, the third overall pick in the 2015 draft, six goals, 13 points in 18 games playing with uh, Patrick Kane. Perlini, minus 12 in the 17 games that he's played for uh, Chicago, does have three goals. Uh, of course, they made another big off-season deal where they traded Max Domi for Alex Galchenyuk. We'll hear from Galchenyuk a little bit later on with Jack Michaels squeezed in. Uh, Domi, 14 goals, 37 points in 40 games with the Canadians. He's had a good year. That trade was ripped in Montreal when the Canadians uh, moved Galchenyuk. Galchenyuk's got six goals, 18 points in 29 games. For uh, Arizona, who have got the best penalty kill in the league, they struggle to score. Um, we'll uh, hammer away here. Derek Stepan up front with uh, Richard Panic and Clayton Keller. Keller last year, 65 points in 82 games. Brad Richardson, who's been a thorn in the Oilers' side, a hard-nosed center that's good in the face-off circle. He's missed the last three games of the flu. He's back in. He'll replace Schmaltz, and he'll center Galchenyuk and Vinny uh, Hinnestroza. Um uh, 
Richardson's leading the team with 10 goals right now. Nick Cousins with Lawson Krause and Nate Archibald and Adrian Kempe with Connor Garland, who had 257 points in a two-year span in the Quebec League, and Christian Fisher. On defense, Oliver ekman Larson minus 14 this year. The last two and a half seasons, he's minus 67. He plays 23-54 per game. He's been unbelievable against Edmonton. 10 goals, 26 points in 32 games. He'll be paired with Nicholas Jarmelson, Jacob Chikrin with Alex Goligoski, Edmonton area product Kevin Connaughton with Ilya Labushkin, a Russian defenseman out of Yaroslavl. Uh, the Oilers, I mentioned the fact that they've got uh, $13.7 million out on defense. The Coyotes are missing some good players, too. Uh, they will not have an anti-rant available in goal. It will be Aiden Hill out of the uh, Portland Winterhawks. He's 7-3 this year in the NHL, 2.39 goals against average, 9.16 save percentage. He's a 6-6, 22-year-old goaltender. So uh, they don't have anti-rant-up, and they don't have Jason Demers. Remember him? Came into Edmonton for a look-see in 2016. Right shot defenseman. Florida's eating part of his deal right now. He's out for the rest of the year, as is Antti Ranta. Of course, they're carrying Boland and Hose's contracts. Uh, they're actually a $72 million team. And Michael Grabner, who Edmonton tried to get in the mix on, signed a three-year deal, $3.35 million, got hit in the eye. Uh, he will be out uh, for a while as well. So they're a little bit banged up themselves. They also don't have Christian Dvorak, who they've signed long-term to a six-year deal. He's not played a game this season. Uh, he tore his pack and is out as well. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's 115-780-496-0063. It's uh, somewhat difficult to do this when I'm on the road, so uh, please be patient with us. Uh, we will start with Alex from Penticton on a River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hi, Alex. How are, you, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. How are you, Bob? Long time no talk to. <laughs> yeah. We don't always take a lot of calls, but uh, go uh, for it. What do you want to say? Okay, I'll do it quick. I guess my biggest concern is, and uh, and I feel bad for this player, is Milan Lucic. You know, I see a guy who is not an NHL caliber hockey player anymore, and I listen to Craig Simpson on or your guest there, and I love him. Yep. And he mentions about how you get guys going, what can guys do, like Cash is going to get that chance. And, and you know, when, uh, when uh, Lucic played with the Bruins, he was mean, he was dirty, and he got, the, he got some uh, points, and I just don't even see that on him. Yes, he gets his uh, three or four hits a game and whatever, but, you know, I, I, I think I called back after the show about four games ago, and I said, Mr. Lucic's Drop the gloves. Do whatever you've got to get some spirit, you know. I don't know what it is, but and the reason why I feel bad for him because he's the one who knows this. He knows he's, uh, and uh, I don't know, like, and that cap hit for the next uh, four years after this, I mean, obviously it hamstrings the club because you're not getting that potential for that $6 million, Bob. There's nothing I can say right now. He's not lived up to the contract. The player... When you sign the deal, you just don't get the money. you got to deliver. He knows it. He is as attuned with sport as any of the guys on the team. Like, if there was a guy that you would want to shoot the proverbial crap with and talk about various different sports, Milan Lucic is that guy. He knows that he's not producing. And when you sign a $6 million deal, Alex, thank you uh, for taking time to join us there. Uh, we'll uh, move on to the next caller. But there's no question Lucic... Um, is and and I, and I, again, I'm going to be 
I, you, there's people out there, oh, I knew there was no way he was ever going to come back after the last half of last year. Well, okay, if you're one of those, like, my guess, we, we did these shows in the summer. 70 to 75% of the listeners thought he could bounce back. He's not bounced back. Um, has the game changed? Yes. Has his game deteriorated? Obviously. Um, is it all skating? For me, no, it's not. I wonder a bit about the eyesight at times because he doesn't seem capable of picking up pucks. He's not great on deflections. Chase on's a better option right now than him on the power play. I think it's difficult for Lucic to engage in some of the stuff because the game's played differently now than it was five years ago. And I think that's the frustration for a lot of Oilers fans is why did we have to build, like ultimately why did Boston win the Stanley Cup? Right? I mean, I'll throw that out there. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Why did Boston win the Stanley Cup? Well, take a look at Tim. As, as I recall, Tim Thomas was pretty good that year in the playoffs. I think he might have had like a 940 save percentage. I mean, the Oilers had Nikolai Habibulin one year and were 9-2-1 and one in their first 12 games. And Nikolai Habibulin had a 960 save percentage. So... We can talk about Boston's toughness and culture and the leadership they got from Chara and uh, Bergeron and the support leadership. And, oh, by the way, the Canucks squandered a 2 nothing lead in that series. But Tim Thomas, it, it, it wasn't as much about culture and toughness as it was their goaltender was better than Roberto Luongo come crunch time in that series. 780 uh, I've not heard from this guy for a while. Sirius Gord on line number two. How you doing, Sirius Gord? Good man. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great Christmas with your family. Uh, I was. It would have been. Be- I, I know this sounds bad. Well, losing. Yeah, I know. Well, it would be better if the team was winning. I mean, that's it comes 100%. with the territory, right? I mean, you want to. You know, hey, you're a business guy, and uh, I won't even. We're not going to go down the political path because that upsets people every time you do, Gord. But <laughs> I know you have strong feelings on the direction this province is currently under, so it does. You know, it's humbling when you go through something like this, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you have well, people sit there and go, "How the hell can you guys be in this position when you have Connor McDavid and he's on pace for a 120 point season?" And guess what? That's a fair question to ask. Well, I've been paying bills today, as I suspect a lot of business owners are, catching up with things. And I think you could say that the bills have kind of come due on the Oilers. I think if you'll remember, Bob, at the beginning of the season, I was saying no need to, you know, he surely has to stand pat with the, with the roster that he had. And he was playing to an inside straight. Um, he had to go relatively in, in, in injury-free, especially with key players, to have a good chance at getting in the playoffs. Clearly, that hasn't happened. And again, this team, as we've talked about ad infinitum, this team has always lacked depth, and now we're seeing it. And so we see the scramble that's going on. Very best case uh, is a wild card spot. I don't think there's any chance, a realistic chance, certainly, of getting into something better than a wild card. And if we wind up being out quickly in that first round, you know, you look around and go, "Was that really worth what what's what's been done here?" And more importantly, I look at what, and this is the grim part of it, is what does this year team look like next year? Um, I don't think Sakara is going to be an effective uh, first pairing defenseman ever again. Um, you've got some promising defensemen coming up, but they're two years minimum away from being reliable first second line defense. You, you, they're still having to develop. Their skill set, as you've always often said, 300 games is kind of the inflection point on a, on a defenseman's career. So we're looking at two years, at least, 
beyond this season before we're contending for a cup. That's McDavid's sixth year in his contract. And I don't know where those defensemen are. Two years from now? Sorry, did you say two two years from now? Not not this season, not next season, not the season after, but that two and a half years from now is before we're truly seeing a team that's cup contending. And that's if we make a whole bunch of really solid moves and and the and the bets that have been made on draft picks pay off, um, and you're talking McDavid's sixth year of his contract contract. Sorry, um, it, it's 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 a grim reality um, that we're going to see possibly eight years of of the greatest hockey player this uh, this world has known for the last decade. Uh, well, uh, you know what? Here's the thing, Gord. So. Yep. Based on how it's gone, like, like that's the pessimistic perspective. Okay, regarding Sekra, <laughs> okay, regarding Sekra, I don't have him slotted in the Oilers' top four next year. Okay, I just don't know mm-hmm. how he does it. Uh, you know, he might be a guy that goes the LTIR route. Like that is a possibility because I, he has to overcome the combination of those two injuries. Bob, Again, he's, he's not. He, he's the Troy Tulowitzki of the Edmonton Oilers. He's yeah, nine. and he's thirty, and he's thirty-two, and and he's expensive. So it's going to be so. I so either he, so. Who, who, who? What are your what are your top four next year? I, I think that you would have Clefbaum and Larson, and you'd have Nurse and Russell, who would would be the top four. And you you know what? People say that's not good enough, and that's fair. Uh, where's Caleb Jones going to be in the mix? I don't know. I'm I. You know what? The, the coaches seem pretty excited about Caleb Jones. I'm a little bit when it comes to defensemen. There's some wicked ups and downs. Some people suggest, yeah. you know, uh, and and then on uh, on I think Bouchard will be on the team next year, and I think one of Petrovich or Manning, maybe both. Well, and I know Petrovich is an unrestricted free agent, but he is a right shot. And I mean, it's pretty clear now that you picked up Petrovich and Manning that something might give for a guy like Benny. You know, and actually, the irony of Benning's situation is he's always been a plus player. Uh, he hasn't had a great year. He's not overly strong. He's not a particularly explosive skater. He's not big, but he tends to be pretty smart. So I, I, there, there might be, you know, and he is the right shot. No question the D has, I, I guess what you're saying is you're, you're laying out a worst-case scenario, and given the Oilers' track record, that is a feasible perspective to have. Well, I think that's that, again, is it still comes back to Bob, even what you just laid out there, one injury on that and that and that group of six. And this now they gotta have they gotta have eight trouble. They gotta they gotta have they you know Bo- I think Bouchard's gonna be here. He's gonna be twenty uh, next fall. Mm-hmm. He's a right shot. He's gonna move. I mean, I wonder whether or not okay uh, if you had. For the sake of argument, Clefbaum, Nurse, and Russell on the left side, and you had Larson, Petrovich, and Bouchard on the right side, and then you had two other defensemen that were seven and eight, like a guy like Manning and Gravel type, mm-hmm. and then you've got guys coming up like uh, potentially a, a Bear or a Lagasin as some device, and maybe not, and that, and that still might not be good enough. And that's a, and that's completely fair if you're saying to me, Bob, they got to get better. They got to get a guy that's a, a five and a half million, a Tyson Berry type of guy. I would say I understand that perspective. I just don't know how they. There's not enough cookies in the cookie jar to make it happen, my friend. Or well, the other, hand. the other thing, the other thing I will say because I, I do think that you have to explore options with Sacra. Because I just can't see yeah. it, right? I, I think you I have agree. to be pragmatic there. And Lou, just of, one last. Sorry, if I can just, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. 
if the, 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 what I see in Lucic is a person, when I see him trying to skate, it looks like he's thinking to skate fast. He has to actually mentally exert himself to do it. He yeah. just can't, he, he mentally is not able to think the game at the speed it is today. And it's a sad thing to watch. And you see him scowling by, uh, on the bench. I don't think it's for lack of effort. I just don't think he, he's, he's able to do it anymore. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad to see a career go the way it's going. Um, and God knows it's costing us dearly in many ways. <laughs> well, uh, this is, and the orders have had some crazy streaks. Thanks for the call. Okay, Thanks, Gord, buddy. take care. Yeah, Happy New Year. This is just nuts. I'm going to read you some numbers right now. So, in the last six games, Edmonton's own six, they've scored 2.5 goals per game, giving up 4.83. Okay? Their power play, as Craig Simpson alluded to, is 35.7%. Their penalty killing at 68%. Their save percentage, 856 over the last six games. Guess what their record was in the 10 previous games before that? It was 8-1-1, and and they had a 9.34 save percentage. That's your number right there. Starts with save percentage. We'll take a quick timeout. It's 125 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 127 in Edmonton. I'd like to apologize. Uh, we're not going to be able to get some callers in. We'll take some calls uh, Thursday and Friday on our uh, River Creek Resort Casino uh, hotline. I will get to some texts in the next half hour. Very quickly, uh, Brendan, you wanted to, uh, one of the callers had a question. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he was asking you how viable it is that the Oilers are able to pick up Brett Leeson given his production this year. And I mentioned to him that he has to go through the draft process one more time. Is that correct? Yeah, and my guess is he goes between 25 to 40 in the draft. Uh, frankly, the guy he reminds me of is Alex Chason. I think he's, uh, you know, right shot, got a good set of hands, smart player, not overly physical, average skater. Reminds me a bit of Alex Chason. Uh, 128, uh, again, we'll open up uh, some Heartland Ford uh, texts uh, coming up in the final half hour. Lots to still get to, including uh, comments from Rick Tockett, uh, Brandon Manning, Alex Galchenyuk. Uh, right now, we'll off to Global News Weather Traffic Update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.